Thank you, Pastor. We are continuing our sermon series, In the Beginning. And today that lands us at the beginning of Genesis chapter 2. Genesis 2, verses 1 through 3. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, and all their multitude. And on the seventh day, God finished the work that he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all the work that he had done. So God blessed the seventh day and hallowed it, because on it God rested from all the work that he had done in creation. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Would you pray with me? God, we pray this morning that we can hear what you would have us to hear with clarity. That those inner voices that rattle around inside of our heads trying to draw us away from from you would be silenced. We pray that the preacher be nothing more than just a vessel, an instrument of your grace. In Jesus' name, amen. What is Sabbath? What does it mean to you? What does it mean for you? Growing up, I had two really prominent examples of what Sabbath meant, what it looked like. Uh, that formed my understanding, uh, understanding of Sabbath. One was from my grandparents who had this commandment, uh, thou shalt not cut grass on Sunday. This was an offense that you did not want to commit. The other example came from the Andy Griffith show. There's the episode of the, the visiting preacher. All the people of Mayberry get really excited because this visiting preacher's coming all the way from New York, and he's going to bring a message to the good folks of Mayberry. And so Aunt B and Gomer and Barney, Andy and Opie, they all go to church, and they hear this two-minute sermon about how important Sabbath rest is. I'm sorry it's going to be longer than two minutes today. Uh, but they all go, and they hear this message, and the preacher reminds them of the good old days, where on Sundays... People would gather on the town square, and they would hear a band concert, and they would just rest in the beauty of the music there on that town square. And so after hearing the preacher preach, Andy and everybody else, they go home, they sit on the porch, and they start talking about how great it would be to have a band concert. So what do you think they do next? They work themselves to the point of exhaustion so that they can rest at the band concert. The visiting preacher comes back through, oddly enough, in a big twist of irony that we seldom pay attention to because, you know, preachers only work one day a week. The visiting preacher is actually on vacation when he preaches to the folks in Mayberry. And then he goes and preaches to the folks in Mount Pilate. And then on the way back through, he stops, and he finds Gomer and Aunt B and Andy and everybody else, and they're on, they're on the porch, and they're just exhausted. And he sees them there like that, not knowing what has transpired since he left, 
And he says, I'm so glad to see that you took my message to heart. He was glad to see them resting. When really they weren't resting, they were exhausted. <laughs> well, I've kind of felt a little bit like Gomer and Aunt B and them at times this week. Uh, my week at times has been kind of hilarious. Um, and Wednesday at noon, I determined that there was no way that I could get through the week without working on my day off, which happens to be Thursday. Just busy, 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 busy. I actually came this close in a meeting with Katie uh, saying out loud that there's no way that I do not work tomorrow and still be able to get everything done. Almost said it out loud, but didn't. But I still felt it, and I still thought it. And then I sat down to write a sermon on Sabbath. Oh, the hypocrisy. How can you write a sermon and then deliver a sermon on Sabbath when you have not found such rest yourself, I thought. And then I thought, you know that God, that God's really got a sense of humor. <laughs> what is Sabbath? By the way, I did take Thursday off. What is Sabbath? Does God need to take a nap on the seventh day? Absolutely not. What God's rest consists of on the seventh day is a delighting in the things that God has made the first six days. And our Sabbath practice, for those of us who still value it, often looks more like us crashing from exhaustion like Aunt B and them, as opposed to having a day full of a delight in creation in a way that is restful. You see, the pace of our lives do not promote uh, Sabbath practice. We live in a world that promotes go and do far more than rest and be. We live in a world that focuses more on having and less on meaning. We live in a world where we labor for the hopeful possession of what could be as opposed to learning to appreciate what is. We live in a world where we seek to obtain as opposed to being in the world in a way that promotes sacred moments. So what is Sabbath? Sabbath is a hard thing for us to grasp as we seek to conquer time and space with our busyness. The great teacher Abraham Joshua Heschel once said, those who want to enter the holiness of the Sabbath day must first lay down the profanity of clattering commerce, of being yoked to toil. They must go away from the betrayal of embezzling their own life. They must say farewell to manual work and learn to understand that the world has already been created and will survive without their help. 
Six days a week, he says, we wrestle with the world, wringing profit from the earth. And on the Sabbath, we especially care for the seed of eternity planted in the soul. The world has our hands, but our soul belongs to someone else. Six days a week, we seek to dominate the world. And on the seventh day, we try to dominate the self. It's not about taking a nap on the porch. With all apologies to Gomer and Aunt B, it's not about a nap. Nothing against naps. Naps are good, but naps aren't Sabbath. Sabbath is not a thing to help you regain strength so you can toil some more. Sabbath is not a a brief reprieve from the hustle and bustle so you can recharge long enough to hustle and bustle some more. The Sabbath is not there for the sake of the other six days. The other six days are there for the sake of the Sabbath. As Heschel put it, Sabbath is not an interlude. It is the climax of living. It is the thing. It is the culmination of creation. It is the wow of all wows. And that's why viewing Sabbath not only as rest, but also as delight is so important. Because if Sabbath is delight, as I believe it to be based on God's delighting in all the things that God made in six days, then we should learn to delight more in the good and beautiful things that God has provided for us to delight in. We should practice delight more. And maybe in learning to delight in life, we will find it more restful. I'm going to say that one more time. For those of you in the back, maybe in learning to delight in life, we will find it more restful, more enjoyable, more joyful. Maybe that's the point. What if Sabbath delight? is learning to see things as God sees things. It is. When we delight in those good and beautiful things on a Sabbath day, we are just as close to God as we will ever be. Because we are participating in a very act that God does. And not only are we participating in an act that God does when we keep the Sabbath, we are also praising God as well. Sabbath is praise. Sabbath is a praise that is delightful to God. And you see, that's the thing. And 
And friends, I, I want you to listen carefully. Let this marinate for, for as long as you need to. Breathe in this word. There are these old Jewish legends that, that say that angels have six wings. Six wings. One wing for each day of the week with which they chant their song. But on the seventh day, however, they remain silent. For on the seventh day, the Sabbath itself chants praises to God. It is the seventh day, the Sabbath day, the day that completed creation, that all the created things sing their praises back to the Creator. And as the created things sing their Sabbath song, the Creator delights in them. The Creator delights in that Sabbath song. So lift up your voices and open your eyes. Make good use of all of your senses. Breathe it all in. Praise. There are sacred spaces and sacred moments all around you. Delight in them. And know that in delighting in them, you are joining this chorus, this Sabbath chorus, and singing a song that is most pleasing to your Creator. Will you pray with me? God, we see in your word that Sabbath is important. That it is rest and delight. That it is the wow of all wows. God, we pray that we take it seriously. And in doing so, we pray that we grow closer to you. In the name that is above all names, the name of Jesus Christ our Lord, we pray. And the church says, amen.